some concluding thoughts. What may October Umrah thought me? Life is short. One day is good, one day is bad. One day is for you, one day is against you. My brothers, my sisters, believe in Allah. If you have a relation with Allah, the good day is Alhamdulillah. The bad day is also Alhamdulillah. Dependence should be on the God alone. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. Chapter 13 On October 11, 2018, I set off with my family for Umrah. Umrah is a pilgrimage to the Holy Mosque in Mecca during the non-Hajj season that can be undertaken at any time of the year in contrast to the Hajj which has specific dates according to the Islamic lunar calendar. I am grateful to God for having blessed me with this opportunity to visit and spend time at the holy places there. Clad in pure white ihram and simple footwear, I felt that complete peace. I felt that complete peace looking at the Kaaba. For me, this was ultimate happiness and joy. I felt that all burdens of hurt, worries, fears and anxieties had departed. I felt a moment of total surrender to Almighty God. The Tawaf, circumambulation, the Tawaf I made around the Kaaba reflected the true meaning of my life. To me, it meant that my life must revolve around God. Whatever I do, in the form of work, or worship, or whatever, should be dedicated to God alone and to please Him. Facing the Kaaba, I realized that this earthly life is temporary and whatever happens here, whether sad or happy, is a passing phase and that God has put us on this earth to test how we handle the many situations, challenges and people we come across during our sojourn here. Sitting in that holy place amidst a sea of humanity from different countries, I observed how all of them came with one single purpose to connect with God Almighty. Allahu Akbar! Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Pray for the forgiveness of sins, realize the transient nature of this earthly life, and think of the life in the hereafter. As I reflected deeply, I felt that we are always in the need of God's help. Without God's help and guidance, we cannot achieve anything, personal, social or professional lives. As I watched the many people arriving and performing tawaf, I thought about how great God is. When you arrive near the Kaaba, 
there is such an immense crowd that you might wonder how you will manage to go around it but really by god's mercy every person every visitor everybody gets to perform the tawaf so well despite the number of people there this itself is a sign that god is always there holding your hand and guiding you even if you're surrounded with daunting challenges still god is there with you always and helps you handle life showing you the correct path praying for peace for myself my family my friends my country and for the world at this holy place i felt very fortunate to be there after having dressed up in formal three piece suits and kurta pajamas to suit different occasions in my political and social life i felt at ease in the ihram which also signifies the equality of humanity it also helped me understand deeply the meaning of the exemplary life that prophet muhammad led sallallahu alaihi muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam of simplicity and humanity when we depart from this world we will not take any of the material goods or the things that we have used or collected in our earthly life so as far as possible i felt a simple life with few necessary basic things for daily use is all that we need muslims need to get over the victimhood syndrome muslims should be positive take lessons from my life On my return journey from the Umrah as my flight soared towards the Indian skies my thoughts traveled to my beautiful country India I thought too about the Muslim community while making some notes to give the final touches to this book I knew that some people might wonder why I have talked so much about the Alamin movement in this book for me the book is not so much about myself or my own achievements but about what really is that crucial point which makes or breaks institutions i hope future generations can gain some wisdom from my narration of the experiences that i went through while being part of the alamin movement being a muslim i do worry and i'm quite anxious about the state of affairs of muslim community in india and the world when i recall my efforts along with a group of friends who launched the alamin movement we had no resources or anybody to help us except god almighty we had no millionaire magnet spoon feeding us with loads of money to build the institutions but our intentions were very noble and we all wanted to do something to uplift the community educationally economically and socially from our own hard earned money and inspired with noble intentions we set up the alamin college the alamin medical college aific amanat bank piling bricks of honesty one upon the other but then as i've explained in this book cracks in these blocks of the alamin movement began to appear as a result of the dictatorial attitude of some people soon the soul of the movement and of the institutions was lost what i mean to convey is that we were all muslims working together as a team two decades ago i remember clearly that when i worked so hard to build the amanat bank it became one of the best cooperative banks in karnataka at that time the reserve bank of india rbi and the government helped us tremendously when we were setting up the amanat bank nobody put any roadblocks in our way but think who really brought in the destruction of these institutions sadly it was the muslims themselves and worst of all people from within the team 
the same people and the same team which had created these institutions or should i say it more candidly one person with his dictatorial behavior and autocratic ego i request muslims to understand through this book and from the saga of the alamein movement that ego suspicion jealousy and rumor mongering are evils that will destroy institutions and organizations i witness this same thing today in most muslim run organizations be they educational social or political institutions muslims today are suffering from victimhood syndrome and are sunk deep in the dumps of negativity they love to play blame game and wrongly allege that all their miseries are because of the other communities or the government one of the root causes of this negativity is because muslims quickly become emotional about things and make non issues into big issues a case of muslims getting emotional and making a non issue into a big issue is the babri masjid dispute was very unfortunate it should not have happened we tried to prevent it but we did not succeed we are sorry for that in my opinion and which i will stand by always is that the babri masjid issue was just a local dispute between two communities in ayodhya and was never a communal issue except the locals in ayodhya and few people in faizabad who knew the existence of babri masjid till 1985 In 1985 when the lock of the Babri Masjid door was opened based on the judgment of a sessions court certain muslim leaders instead of taking issue to the higher court made it into a communal issue many hindus and muslims have lost their lives just because it has been turned into a communal issue between hindus and muslims my question to the muslim community is that when the babri masjid issue was just a local issue till 1985 could it not have been solved peacefully by the parties involved from the both the sides at the local level itself thus closing the matter babri masjid is not the only mosque which is in dispute there are many other mosques in india which are under dispute for various reasons in islam all the mosques are the same and special honor is bestowed only on three holy mosques these are the mosques in mecca Medina and Jerusalem 